we can stop here and finish it off in the next episode. <laughs> oh, wait. So that's that's like where the story ends? It's not where the story ends. Why won't you finish? Okay, so he goes on his YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> episode two yes. thank you first of all to everyone who actually listened to episode zero Thanks and episode one and also i know that uh, some people actually um got into listening to podcasts on high speed or double speed so yeah. you're welcome L- literally you're welcome thank us um you can send money to my venmo uh it <laughs> is Zero zero zero. Zero, zero 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 i only take um small lots of a hundred dollars at a time so you know thank you love you we've changed <laughs> your life so your life. it's great um, um yeah but thanks it's been so, so much fun. guys like this is you know this is not that serious this is just like having fun but that people uh even care just a little bit is is great so yes, it's super thanks cute. Thanks for coming to hang and out also with us again. It's actually I know this sounds really lame because everyone says it, but it's so cute when you comment because <laughs> Yes. It feels like someone's actually listening. Thank you for listening. Thanks, Eleanor. <laughs> Thanks, Eleanor. Thanks, Emma. Thanks, Emma. No um, more shout outs. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> okay. So before we get super into it, we just want to quickly talk Sorry. about what you've been up to since we recorded because it's been a while. We filmed um, episode one like so long ago. So long ago, guys. Like we filmed it. Two weeks before we released it. Yeah. And so and we like, to we've been messaging, even through the editing process of episode one was like, so when are we going to film again? And then we remember Maybe that we should post once a week. <laughs> yeah. I think we can do it. And then uh, quickly realized, probably not possible. Mm-mm-mm. But um, yeah, we're now we're back for episode two. Um, so much has happened. Literally so much has happened. And none of them I can remember. Uh, though I feel, I would, yeah. You know, it's okay if you remember. We don't. We don't. We don't know more. The <laughs> fact that I I don't know if we want to talk about everything that happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure you guys don't care, but um, there was a couple of things like our friends. We talked about them a little bit last time. Yes. Um, Zoe and Rob, they got married. Cuties. And they're living over here in that. Their room. bedroom is that way. And um and uh, so we went away for that. That was awesome. Uh, I took Clara. photos. Yes, she was photo lady. I was looking after Aussie <laughs> lady. Yeah, we uh, were able. We took Aussie to the wedding. Maybe we'll post some photos. But um, yeah. we didn't have anyone. Most of the people that went to the wedding would have been the people we would have left Aussie with. Mm-hmm. And um, and so we asked our accommodation last minute if we could take her. They were super cool with it. And then the wedding venue was super chill. Like Aussie was basically the mascot of the of the event. It was it was such a good time. Um, I haven't been to a wedding in like three years and I was actually a little bit nervous, not well nervous in that. Like I, there's, you know, there's lots of people from like, um, before I moved back to Hamilton that I haven't seen that were going to be at this wedding. And it was like, oh, like, it just felt weird. Like, you know, I haven't seen any of these people and then like, hi, um, they're getting married. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so it was, it was a little bit of like a, you know, I don't know what to expect. So I think that was more what was uh, I was nervous about because yeah. it's been so long. But it was just such a good time. It was so good. Um, for clarification, if you did, haven't watched the last episode or you don't know who Robbie and Robbie, Robin, Robin, Zoe are, 
Um, watch the last episode. We're not going to tell you. Watch the last episode. <laughs> now, our, they live with Jay and he's our DM and um, Zoe is our in our party. In our party. And yeah, it was just, it was great fun. Beautiful wedding. Super cute. Um, it was in um, a place. Warkworth. Walkworth, which is about three hours away just from just past here. Auckland. Yeah, and yeah. um, I'd never been there before. It was beautiful, and um, yeah, and Jay got um some things. Well, oh yeah, I got these. Um, when Robin Zoe close ups in the video in, version, they uh brought these back, um, because they just I don't know it was a thank you and it was just a cute little treat. So thank you, Robert Zoe, for these cuteness. These the are mini minis. figurines that we will be able to use in our campaign. Right now I'm level eight, but when I'm level 10, I'll be able to um, turn into one of these. My character will be able to turn into one of these, which is super cute. Elemental. Yes. Honestly, guys, it's, you know, we won't hop on, hop on about D&D, but um, it's been really really great i'm a little bit gutted because i'm going away next weekend so we can't do our usual session yeah but um yeah i i'm like we just had a session last night Mm. you stayed over because we finished at like quarter to 12 or something (laughs) um but yeah i the the session was really interesting okay i'm gonna say the session was really interesting to me and i haven't even debriefed this with zoe and it was so late last night that mitch and i didn't even talk about it but like i felt so weird that Zoe's new character turned into the thing that the guy that we were trying to talk to fears the most. Spoilers. And I was like, you're stuffing it up. Like, I was laughing because I was like, I fully get it. Like, I know oh, yeah, what she was like, trying to do. But like, at the same time, but and, and I think it was we stuffing were like, us up We hard. were trying to figure out like how to get out of the situation as we were doing it. Like, we didn't really know what we were getting into. It was a, it was a risk and it didn't pay off. It didn't pay off, but we, you know, like, but we sat with it for the whole time. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, it feels like it's getting worse and worse. I don't anyway, even know if she would get it, out of it. And it ended up fine. Um, and what I felt like was us as a team were working really well yeah. together. Like, you know, the the baddie would be like, would do something. And then you'd be like, counterspell. And then she'd be like, dude, dude, dude. And I also I think that like our, because it was a combat um, session, obviously. Mm. And I just felt like we rolled well for initiative sorry if you don't know what i'm talking about but the order that we're playing in skip to the next um to the next, part to the the next session <laughs> but if you're dnd yeah um i thought that everyone rolled pretty well initiative mm. and then our order actually worked really well so for how the combat good. happened I'm so like i was surprised because i got 19 and you got 20 and i was like surely like either he is in between us or he's after me. Yeah. And he was, which meant that there's three of us, him yeah, and, then, and then um Mitch went Mitchell's after. Character. And it was just so I think it was actually really cool, even though like <laughs> some of the stuff that Zoe did as the transformed character, <laughs> um, I was like kind of internally freaking out, like, oh my gosh, how are we gonna get out of this? It feels like we're digging a hole for ourselves. But also it was really good going after her because she was able to do certain attacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was yeah, it was like um somehow and and yeah going before the baddie was good because i i felt really weak like i was i felt so exposed but 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 last night it was like it's okay before he can do anything to me zoe will have done something and i can do something and Mm. then he does his turn so anyway i think even like uh, this is for people that haven't played D or are starting playing D D. We've been playing for over a year now and i only feel like i'm just starting to understand how to play the game yeah like not in terms of like uh, like narratively like i've always been okay it's narratively, more like the combat stuff just and like, like the, the s- mechanics of it can yeah. be really hard to understand and 
remembering what you can and can't do can like you can always forget and because there's so much to know and also it doesn't just, help that his character is um well, <laughs> yeah anyway just, we, won't get into it. we won't get into it and a wizard which means like i'm supposed to be so learned but i can't even read a book no just <laughs> I, I mean more like in the sense that like it's I have a lot to know. There's a lot that I need to know. It's like yeah. not just like a general space. So I only feel like now I can kind of like remember all the things I need to remember. And I and I feel so good about it. Yeah. Like I and feel... Also last oh, night... I feel like I'm winning. You could even say that last night was such a great session for you. And... <laughs> sorry, you're, in, you're in the forest. In the forest. Every time. <laughs> I'm going to move this um, on top of here. The... Last night was such a good session for you. You got uh, uh, inspiration from the DM, which is like... Because my friend died, so I buried him, and then I did an illusion of a chicken, which means nothing to you, but, but that's fine. it means a lot. And so they gave me a little... Um, the other thing is, um, a few weeks ago, I went to Wellington to see my uh, long-distance co-working team. <laughs> it's a... It's a, it's a it's a far relationship. It's a romance. <laughs> no, it's, uh, what is it called? I work remotely from my team. And um, I, we were filming a film. Uh, <laughs> we were filming a film that actually, if you want to watch it, you can watch it tomorrow. Guys. There's a link in the description. Oh, yeah, we probably should say, happy Easter tomorrow. Happy Easter. Um, <laughs> yeah, so there's a link in the description. You can watch it uh, online. And... Yeah, went to went to Wellington to uh, help direct the film. Worked. It was like I don't know if I, I think I have said this to you. It was the best shoot we've ever done, and I know you've been to those shoots. Like you've been, to, you, we've worked together. This thing now. Um, but it was the it went so well. There, like we went in. I feel like you know there there were it wasn't perfectly planned, mm. but there was so much preparation that went in. Um, that going in we felt quite confident and yeah good it was kind of nervous making because it's like why do i feel good good? (laughs) i should be panicking this is an alarm but then it's like but that's what we're going into now where we're like it's not gonna be we're not gonna live in that we're so nervous we're not prepared so it's like okay we're gonna get used to this and we did we you know we did our best it was so good we had 35 extras or 35 characters in the Maybe 40 characters in the film, 35 people. Oh, it's increasing in large I think it was 150. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, but there were so many people involved and people were in and out to film their scenes and stuff. Mm. And um, like nothing caught on fire and stuff. Great job. It was so good. And then then even in the edit, so... um, Like I've seen a couple things. She's shown me small parts here and there. And I'm just... It was so cool. And, and um Proud. My my friend, colleague, teammate, Lucas, um, edited the film and just freaking beast mode. Like did Happy? so well. So good. Like great. Yeah, legit. Like I'm like I keep I keep talking to people about it. It's like, oh, how was Wellington? And I'm like, it was the best shoot we've ever done. Do you want to sit down and I'll tell you everything? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll tell you everything. So anyway, that was one of the things. So watch that tomorrow. Yes. If if you're watching this after the weekend, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> uh, quickly tell me about some of the TV shows that you've watched. What your thoughts are before we get super oh yeah, super that, into. That, oh guys, I have I have watched some amazing TV series over the last like 
three, four weeks. My TV series list to watch, which I, I now have a running list of TV series. Like top 10 vibes? Or no, 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 like no, no, no. Like it's like at the moment. When I see a trailer, I'm like, I need to watch that. I add that to my list. Okay. okay? I'm going to tell you three. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. So in my running list, I haven't been, I haven't had brain time to watch anything. So it's just getting longer and longer. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm pretty sure like they're going to be amazing. Sorry. Tell me, you said you've watched um, some really cool. Oh, where's TV? my phone? <laughs> Underneath the minis. Underneath the babies. Um, they can sit here. Oh my gosh, cute. And you can see them. Oh my gosh, cute. Um, Tell me. Guys. Okay. So number one, Last of Us, everyone's watched it. I mean, put down in the comments if you want, but holy moly, it's so good. Um, I also enjoyed it. We we've talked a little bit about it in that like, um, I've we know a little bit about the space because of our Jay's siblings, my cousin, um, has, has like played, played the, the game. game. Yeah. So I knew about the world a little bit, like knew that it was somewhat zombies or whatever. You can go watch it yourself. I don't need to explain it, but great. You probably already watched it. Great, yourself. great, great. Um, you know, moral of the story is Pedro Pascal is daddy. Um. So the other ones I wanted to talk about, number one, a series, Australian series called um, Class of 07. Just going to do a quick plot run, moving on. A, a school reunion for the Class of 07. Yeah, talk to me. Don't talk Australia. to these guys. School I'm your 07. friend. <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm, I, I'm, this is so good. No, yeah, tell School me. of 07. It's what is, Class of 07, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Australian girls school, Catholic school, right? Okay. It's like a... What do you call it when you go and live there? Boarding school. Boarding school. So it's this boarding school. They've all been away. Obviously, they haven't been at school since 2007. And all of this drama happened at the end of it. All this drama has happened in between. They have this thing. Now, this girl. Is stuck, it set in 07 or it's set in present Set in day? Australia. And so it's their class reunion. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So, sorry. That was probably a really no, important it's good, it's part good, of it's good, it. it's good. So she, it starts off with like, she used, she was just recently on um, The Bachelor but it's called The Match, and she was... The Matchelor. The Matchelor, and um, basically he says, no, I don't want to be with you, and something crazy happens. I'm not going to tell you because... Don't tell me, continue. It's so good. Um, and so then she gets goes off the grid because she got a bunch of hate, and also it was, like, really funny and whatever. And then she's in, on at her dad's, like, little batch thing, and she's outside, and then all of a sudden these guys have started breaking out of the earth. Like, there's, like everywhere this whole thing is becoming flooded she gets a fl she turns on her phone because she's had it off for so long she's like i had a bad edit because she hasn't been off the grid because of that thing and then she's got this warning like a uh, basically like a flood warning yeah yeah yeah. so then she's like what's the closest place my old school is the closest place what are those areas called like a hazard area yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah. Where you like go it's like your assembly happens. area yeah, assembly yeah. area so it's on like a really tall hill it's her old catholic school mm -hmm. she doesn't even know that the reunion's happening she turns up all her old friends are there. She runs inside. She's freaking out. Everyone's like, what are you talking about? Like, where have you been? You didn't Confusion. RSVP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. why didn't you even RSVP and now you're turning up? Anyway, they're like, girl, it's fine. Don't worry about it. You're just freaking out. I'm being weird. Calm down. You've just been off the grid. You're saying people came the out people of the earth? The, people at, no, with water came out of the earth. Okay, go, go, go. So now she's in the, in the reunion with all of the friends. Yeah. And they're standing there. Whatever. I'm trying to tell the story, but also there's... You're not trying to tell me an episode. You're trying to tell me the gist of the this story. This is the start. This okay, is just yeah, the start yeah, yeah. of yeah, the yeah, story. Yeah. Anyway, they're all in reunion. They're all moving on. Then she has a fight with her best friend who left school early for some reason. And she leaves. Then she comes back and she's like, guys, come outside now. 
They all go outside. Everything is flooded. They're on the top of a hill. Down the bottom of the hill used to be a city. Nope. Just water. It's all flooded. They're basically on an island. They wake up the next morning. There is, a f- like, you can't see anything. Like, yeah. they're on a mountain, like on a hill. Yeah. And the water is, like... Against the... Against the hill. And so now they, like, have to survive with all these people that they just fought with. Like, they go back inside and they're like, what the heck is going on? Da, 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 da. And then the half of the hall breaks in half because it gets the land under yeah, the yeah, yeah. slaughter. So now they're all, like, these girls that hate each other, all of this high school trauma is coming back up. And now they've is got to a... survive together okay, on this island. Tell me, how is the show going to last once past one season? Honestly, it is. It's so good. Okay. I don't want to explain it. It's like it's fine. Don't explain it. No, no. I'm it. just saying it's so good. It's like it's not post. It's not like apocalyptic. Although it is like definition wise, it's like uh, apocalypse. It's but not they're literally the at their school. Like they're like, what do we eat? Yeah. What do they eat? Like they they end up eating like they have stuff at the school, but there's this American girl. No, it doesn't matter. I'm not gonna. Tell okay, her. don't tell me. But anyway, there's this girl and she eats all their food because she's grumpy because she can't find her demere, which is her bag. Yeah. And then they end up pushing her out on a kayak <laughs> into the water because they're like, we can't deal with you. Anyway, it's so good. It's Australian, and it's like, which makes it even funnier. It's a comedy. It's just amazing. So freaking good. Um, another bullet point is school spirit. Pause. I, we don't have to talk about all this stuff. You can cut all of this down. I always thought, no, not always thought. I've recently cemented my thought that if I was stuck in a desert island. Okay. As long as there's coconuts. Slay. I think I, I like just coconuts. need, I reckon, <laughs> I reckon if I could bring something to a desert island. Rice. Just a really sharp knife. As long as it's coconuts. If there's coconuts on the desert island uh-huh. and I have a machete. What is a rice a seed? It's a grain. Like a grain of rice. Is it a seed? Like if I planted a rice? No, no. It's, um, it grows off of a thing. So you have to plant the, the, the seed plant. of the plant. You have to plant <laughs> the plant, not the, well, actually, I don't I know. Need, oh do my God, I'm Filipino. Do you know what? No, let me finish my island No, no, thing. I'm saying we, okay, okay. You, I need to put a, a rice, rice seed in my bag just in case something happens. Right, like so I that need you a can... bag of seeds just in case. <laughs> yes. The, so like what we, you would take to a desert to, island is just a bag of seeds. I just need a bag of seeds Potatoes. in my bag at all times. You just need a potato. Potato, rice, something like that. That can... you know what? A potato, an onion, and a garlic. You leave it in your pantry long enough, you've got a farm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're growing themselves. <laughs> They're growing themselves. No, it's okay. If I so this is just a, but. The reason I thought about it is they're on an island. They're in a school. Sorry, sorry. They're on their school. Mm. Water. How how do you eat? There's no coconuts. Girl, and that's why you have to watch the show because okay. it's freaking wild. Also, the thing that they don't so even can start I just fishing go for like a week. I'm going to go back to the coconuts thing. Because if I have a machete and maybe something to sharpen it with, I don't know if you can just sharpen it on just random rocks. So I need a machete and something to sharpen it with. Yeah. And if I'm on an island with coconuts... You can use the tree to make a house. You can use the branches to the fronds to make a roof. See, the thing is, like, I you can drink the coconut water. Even though I literally like have a family island, I can never envision myself getting stuck on like where, how, where, when, why. Yeah, it's like, like where would we, I ever be that would even we have the four wheel drive. Like I'm like, the one why? that got drowned in the scenario because <laughs> yeah. I'm in the my island room. boy got got like drowned. In my, yeah, I'm in and my room. And one of my favorite dishes is like raw fish and. Like raw fish, 
soak it like in coconut cream. S- yeah. Sphere, sphere. But see, I can make that with with yeah, yeah, yeah. with my machete and rocks and and rocks and so, and some like so the coconut shell you can turn into like um um and utensils water especially if and it you can rain. drink the water and you can eat the coconut meat and you can turn the coconut meat into all sorts of stuff. Question: Can you water seeds with salt water? No. No. Don't think so. But then what if it's But you rain? boil it. You boil it. You get seawater. Oh, hold on. Yeah, but how am I going to make a fire? I ain't doing none of this. You're going to have to. But this is what I'm saying. How? How? This is what I need to learn. Do you know what? This should be, you know, stuff learning <laughs> about things in school that are not helpful. I should be learning uh, How to start a fire. Like how I should start a fire. Yeah, like this is kind of like how some people go on survivor and literally everyone knows that the tiebreaker in survivor is start a fire and people still don't know how to do it people don't know how to do I it i know what it's is like, it with please the competition learn. shows and like the main thing you have to do people are like well i'm not that's not really my thing but you know some of them get recruited some of them get recruited they don't apply to be on survivor how some of them work? are like aspiring actors or whatever or just like oh they want to be like in the they need okay so there's like they, they need, need an accountant end. So they need an accountant, so they recruit this accountant to, to go on there because it's that funny. That feels weird, especially when you know that there's so many people applying. Exactly, but they try to do a mix because if it's too many people who are fans and know the game, then it's not as interesting. So right. they need people who like don't have don't survival skills. Um, yeah, and then, I mean, like when okay, you're on the island, it's... Frick, we're going too far into it. But when you're on the island, you're really valuable when you know how to start a fire. But you're also dangerous because you know how to start a fire. But then during the eliminations, if there's a tie, the tiebreaker is literally start a fire. See, the only sort of survivor I could be on is the one from Game Changer. That's yeah. not going to mean things to people. No, it's good. But it's that's I need to be in a studio where the vibe is survivor. But yeah, every, yeah, yeah. But civilization, civilization is around me. Yes. That I want right to survive to in civilization. Yes, please. I can barely survive. <laughs> I can barely survive <laughs> in my re- life currently where I don't have things taken away where from I'm me. I'm not on a deserted island. Yeah, I, I can't. <laughs> not, nothing more than that. Okay, tell me about your next TV show. Uh, anyway, I just wanted to say another show is great is um, School Spirit. It's about a girl that dies at a school. Amazing. So now she's Sorry. a ghost. Amazing. Not amazing. Dead I'm girls already, love it. I'm already sold. Okay. So she dies at the school. She is now a ghost in the school. There's a bunch of ghosts from past years, you know, all around this that have been around the school. Yeah. One of the guidance counselors slash teachers from the school died. So now he does like a like a little circle to like help them figure their like their their what is it, unsolved Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever like, trauma out. Um Unfinished business. Unfinished business, but she is the first person that's ever been murdered or suspected oh. of murder because People don't know where she is, so she's, like, seeing people figure it out. Anyway, somehow, where people have died in the school, her best friend that's alive mm-hmm. can talk to her, but only in those spaces. And so they're trying to figure it out together, wow. figure out. So you've already watched this? Ex-boyfriend. Uh, it's currently airing, so I think there's, like, I think two more episodes and then it's done. Me and Millie have been watching it. It's okay, so good. can I read you my running list? Yeah, I've got one more. Okay, go tell me one more. My last one is Ted Lasso. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. and the last one. Because the new season came out. I already said. I don't know. How yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, my running started. list. It's great. We've started watching this, but we didn't finish it. Everything, everywhere, all at once. I'm just reading you my whole... You started watching it. I didn't even know you started watching we it. We started watching it. So yeah. good. I think bur- uh, Burning. 
it's a Korean movie, I think. Okay. Uh, it, it looks amazing, and I can't. I don't know anything about it. It was just I saw a <laughs> clip. So all of these, it's like I've seen a clip, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to watch that. Okay. Um, Pinocchio by Guillermo del, del Toro. Watch that. I started watching it. It was so creepy, but I'm like, I pause. I had to pause. I haven't finished it. Um, Matilda the musical. I haven't watched it. I started watching it. Didn't finish it. Okay. Uh, I think the thing about musicals being made into movies. You have to watch it with the right people. I started watching it with my dad and immediately yeah. was like, I think I need to turn this off. Because I think there's sometimes where people think it's like a Disney movie where it's like... Yeah, like that type of musical. Like this is literally a musical. A literal musical. And I think it's so cheesy and like a... And like a it's kind of camp. Yeah, and like a... Of course it is. Wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but like, yeah, I, I, I was like, uh, wrong setting and I just haven't gone back to it. And I love the Matilda, um, 90, the 90s Matilda. I want to see like, the actual that was, Matilda and so Broadway cool. before I watch the movie, to be honest. Um, and then, I don't know what this one is, but Triangle of Sadness. <gasps> okay, so my parents went to watch that for their anniversary. <laughs> my mum, um, 20 minutes in, told my dad, hey, you can watch the rugby if you want. So he watched the rugby on his phone because apparently it was so boring. It was so boring. Yeah. Oh, okay. But well, I still this one I'm going to watch in double speed. Um, <laughs> Alice Maybe Darling. Triple speed. Don't know that one. Okay, I don't know. I think it's a movie. The Last Thing He Told Me. Don't know that one. Okay. I th- I, frick. I, okay. Are I they was like K-dramas? No, no, no. Because Only like that, that burning one is Korean. Um, the last thing he told me, I see you. Ooh, up here. Okay. I see you is something I saw on TikTok. And they're like, if you go on Netflix, it looks really, really creepy. Like, mm. it looks like um, a face looking through a door. Um, it's really creepy. But they're like, it's actually amazing. And it's not like, I don't think, I it's think they're like saying scary? it's not spiritual horror. Like, I think it's like a thriller. Right. And, um... It's a really well done movie mm. that ma- that um, the their poster is not doing them justice. So people are saying if you look past the poster, honestly though, like what is this thing with like give it a chance? All the, you know the Marvel like the Marvel formula for a poster now. The floating heads. Yeah. Yeah, I know it's all burn like, it, get it, get yeah, rid yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, so try um, something. Anyway, apparently I see you is re- it's really interesting premise. Um, Okay, this we one. We should review have some you, of those posters one time. Yeah, yeah. Have you heard of Jury Duty? Oh, <laughs> I'm so excited. Okay, okay, okay. I'm going to say I'm the, so excited. I'm going to say the premise because for, for these guys. You but you already know. Need to know. So it's called Jury Duty. And the whole idea is there's one. <laughs> it's a whole group of jury. Uh, it's a whole jury lineup. But one guy thinks that it's real everyone else are actors everyone involved are so actors. he's just there doing his due diligence he literally thinks he's doing his j- civil jury duty right yeah so he's know, civil, civil responsibility yeah duty um and american by the way they are so he there are um what is it called like talking head interviews of him like how's it going whatever because he thinks that there is a documentary being made about the justice system in america um and it's so it's just it's a comedy it's a, it's a reality TV show the judge is an actor except like, for the fact that the only person that is in reality is one guy everybody else is acting and like who, in hold on hold on but the most important thing is there's one actor that's in it no what? there's 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 a couple of famous actors in it but there's one really famous it's the guy from who is it it's not Jake Gyllenhaal no no I know he's from Enchanted. James Marsden? No. <laughs> James McAvoy? 
no. So yeah, so thing. sorry. In the jury lineup, one of them is a literal famous actor. So it's just like His it's name. everything's so bizarre. Um His name is not coming up. It's fine. Anyway, there's a famous actor in it. He's like he's got blue eyes. <laughs> Important. Oh, it's giving me another show called Jury Duty. I know. There's another one that's serious. I don't want. Maybe one. go Jury Duty 2022 or 2023. Sorry, you can cut out. So this there's a bunch of these that like I saw. I, a lot. Oh of my these... gosh, James Marsden. It is James Marsden. So she was right. James Marsden. There he was in Hairspray, X Men, yeah, Enchanted, yeah, 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 yeah. Superman Returns. He's the Anyway, famous dude. Anyway, in one of the scenes in the trailer, he's so like, uh, should I be here? Like, I'm too famous for this. <laughs> like, he's like. It, it almost, like, I don't think I'll be able to watch it because I it's really struggle with cringe stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't watch American Idol. Yeah, 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 yeah. If someone's singing badly, it's like. Like, why is this happening? Okay, anyway, anyway. The next <sighs> is, I'm saying all these things, but I can't remember their premise. So I'm okay, not promising th- that they're going to be good. So the next one is Barbarian. Okay, oh. it's, it's a movie? Nope. The other two? Nope. Okay, so this one's funny because I saw this on no, TikTok. Is this the one? The Justin they, Bieber yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've seen, I've watched, I think a couple episodes of season one, but I never Oh, you it have back watched up. it. So apparently, so the premise of this one for you guys is, um, guys, it's like, take notes. if Justin Bieber had two older siblings and at the beginning of his career, he went like super, you know, like he went super viral and got like famous really quickly. And um, they're like, wow, you must be so talented. They say Justin Bieber, but for the people that are in the know, Maddie B. It's giving Maddie uh, yeah, B. Oh, yeah, it's probably more like, like Maddie YouTube B. Like YouTube star yeah, yeah, yeah. gets famous, but, but before, but kind of like while it's But it is a little bit cringe. because oh, super cringe. No, 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 because Justin also... Um, yeah, yeah, but Justin was fine. like... It doesn't matter. All that matters is this little <laughs> kid becomes famous and his older siblings are um, basically washed... Washed up, washed up, yeah. Washed up like adults. Like yeah. w- the the older sister is a real estate agent who um li- uh, she's a real estate agent for like high rise buildings and mm. like you know she's like condominiums whatever. Yeah. And she's like sleeping in one of the houses that she's supposed to be living. Supposed to, yeah. It, well, actually, she's not even supposed to be showing that room. Someone <laughs> else is showing that house, and like she's eating pizza and she's shoving all her clothes into the laundry and like her pizza box into the laundry because someone's coming through the door. Yeah. Um. And then yeah. And the brother's an, uh, a failed actor. actor right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's really interesting. So it's about like mainly about them trying to be siblings to this famous yeah. kid. Um. And it's and what life is like funny. for them. Yeah. And then finally, swarm. Let's not, let's not. I don't even know if I can talk about it because. I'll I, talk about it. I'll talk I about literally, it. literally, I'm too scared to even watch the trailer. So Swarm, it's like a thriller thing. But um, but the uh, a big thing about it. Oh, no. One one big thing about it is Billie Eilish is in it. Yeah. Um, and she's freaking amazing. Um, it's sort of, I think it's like. Again, the, Jay the, has not watched this. This is like the cult of celebrity. Uh, type of I, that's what it's kind of looking into. It's definitely referencing Beyonce. It is Beyonce, um, but like Swarm Beehive. Yeah, 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 and yeah. So it's it's super interesting. Um, do you know that is my pro- list? I think I don't know if it's I haven't gone produ- down the rabbit hole yet. No, no. As in, do you know? Uh, I don't know if it, he's the producer or the creator. Donald Glover. Amazing. Yep. Childish Gambino. Yes. 
So he's like in the music industry, has created great TV series like Atlanta, and now he's doing Swarm. And I want to watch it, but I'm also too scared. So we have to watch it together. Great. So I can, I can hide behind you. Um, so... Anyway, I, so that's everything TV related. Yes. Yeah, so I oh, have and Shadow and Bone. talked about, I, I want to talk to you about a couple of things that's happening in the Philippines. Uh, but I've talked a lot about, I my list was so long. Do you want to talk about your music stuff? Now, we're talking about music, right? I listened to the l- new Lana Del Rey album. Yeah. There's a song on the album called Judah Smith. And what is the song? Literally just Judah Smith preaching. Literally just... Like, literally a recording of her sitting in church, listening to Judah Smith and her going, yeah. Yeah, come on. Amazing. Like, fully... The funniest thing is, the song before before it, fully about sex. Okay. Like, like, I'm like, I don't understand. I think the, the... the song that what he's preaching about is really interesting because it's talking about like, um, basically <laughs> it's talking about like lusting after things, not just sex, but uh, all different stuff mm-hmm. and kind of like how it's like taken over you. It's a really interesting message. It's really random. It starts in a random point of his point, like obviously started recording because something was interesting to her. And she's sitting next to her friend and she's having a little chat during church. There's music playing under it the whole time, but it's fully just Judah Smith preaching. It's wild. Like he's featuring on the song. Amazing. It's just it's just wild. That's all I wanted to say about it is that I was just like, number one, not what I expected from her. It's just interesting to see someone so famous just hanging out, not even hanging out, like in church and then that's like a whole song, yeah. a four-minute song, full composure underneath it. Yeah, it was just wild. I've got stuff that I've saved up that I want to talk to you about. Mm-hmm. That's happening in the Philippines. Um, I'm kind of getting hyped, so I want to <laughs> settle myself back down. You know, equalize. Um, do you want to talk about stuff before I get into the Philippines things? Yes, I I, I do want to talk about Philippine. Filipino, okay, K-pop, it's running my life. Mm -hmm. But I also feel like, you know, I'm not the biggest K-pop stan in the sense that, like, I don't feel like I could call myself a stan uh, just because I don't know enough. You know, like, I don't know enough to be like a stan. You can appreciate it, but but you don't know all the But I have enough knowledge of the general industry and also, like, K-pop and and what I have listened to. Anyway, I just want to say, if there's people in the Philippines that want to do k-pop stuff they should hit us up because i feel like we should be hit us up as creatives like as creatives okay because i'm serious i love it like i I, but i'm saying like people that are starting out p-pop is what it's called like the k-pop in the philippines it's called p-pop i'm not a fan of the name i'm saying fee-pop phil-pop jc's phil-pop but i say fee-pop okay because i feel like phil-pop is too much i know Filipino no pop P-pop. P-P-P. No. P-P-P. <laughs> anyway, I just feel, but I want like a new P-pop group to, like, I want to do everything. Mm. Like, I want to I want to come up with the, the, what the Concept launch looks like. Yeah. I want to do the LEDs so for, the, for the launch. What is it? Debut. Mm. I want to like, I want to do everything. I just want to be a part of it. And the reality is that 
K-pop is scary because they probably would hate me. Why? I'm saying, like, I don't have enough credentials to just be like, hit me up. Yeah, it's probably not going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. Don't be but nervous because like, it's not going to happen. I feel like <laughs> it's not going to happen. But I'm, I'm serious. This is going to happen one day that me and Jay are going to at least do a music video for a P-pop group. And we're going to make it slay. But I also, the, oh, this is actually what I was thinking. How cool would it be to find, you know, because I feel like it's kind of happening now with K-pop, but having like producers from all over the world yes, yeah. and making new sound in, mm-hmm. in K-pop. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I know you don't know who this is, but some people know who this is. Like, what if you got Flume? Mm-hmm. Great artist, Australian artist. Mm-hmm. I'm familiar of the name, but I don't know the sound. Producer. But yeah. Weird sounds. Yeah, okay. But like got him and then got like Betty Who. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is like, you know. Love. Queen, love her, love her, Australian love her. pop princess. Put them together. Like those sounds would clash. But if their, it could be if really their, interesting. If their job was to make a song for a P-pop group, mm-hmm. the only thing is I don't know if the Philippines would be ready for different. Yeah, yeah, on yeah. Top yeah. Of there new. would be it would be a different flavor. It would sound I almost think because that it would sound because the industry is not big to... enough to be like we need something different. It's like we don't even have one thing. Yeah. I mean they do have no, some No, no, it's not that. I think it's like there is a certain flavor that is expected yeah. from the pop music in general. In, yeah, in in the Philippines. And obviously people know like everything else like th- they know K-pop. all the American artists and whatever like our mainstream artists that we're aware of yeah but it's like i feel like there would be an element of like oh you, it sounds too american yeah it's probably more like that than anything I mean, else maybe this is too early to, early early to say but i have to say that um this is probably something that i'm trying to like <laughs> i i'm experiencing that thing where it's like because it's familiar to me I, I find it slightly cringe. That's why I want to do it though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so that we can be like, that's cringe. Do this. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is the thing that I'm cringing about is I I already know that that as a unit, Filipinos are very like into the arts and are very like yeah. musical and creative and artistic and all that stuff, right? So like it's like very oh inherent. if if someone told you um like this is a stereotype, but if someone said like this Filipino is a singer and is a really good singer, you're like, okay, tell yeah. me something else new. <laughs> so and what else about them? Yeah, because yeah. everybody so, is. <laughs> but so that so that's a given kind of thing. Yeah. So there are pop groups that are created in the Philippines, but they are um, copying the formula of K-pop. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Copying the formula of K-pop, and it's really cool and it's really interesting because it is changing the type of music that is being produced in the Philippines because Slay. before a lot of it was like very like live bands like it's yeah. very like acoustic uh, not acoustic but yeah it's you like know, live instruments you can feel like it's not electronic there's yeah, like yeah. no electronic elements yeah, yeah, yeah. it all but, feels real and, and if you think about K-pop it's like hardly any live stuff level 100 um, and they are they're, they're these like boy groups and you know like this is wild but like when I when I look at um, Sorry, just <laughs> K-pop boy bands, for example. I forget that they have makeup on, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, then yeah. I look at my Filipino brothers, like, and I go, huh? "My man, you don't wear eyeliner." You know, it's like yeah, yeah. It, it's it's too thick, sir. Um, also, like the culture of Korea 
It's allows, normal. Yeah, it feels very normal in the sense that like everybody's wearing makeup. Yeah. Or everybody's had plastic surgery. Yeah, so not, it's not everybody's had plastic But it's really accessible. Very accessible. It's very yeah. normal. Yeah, normal yeah, yeah. Normal is yeah. probably the better word. Yeah. And so, um, so kind of to see it happening to like my <laughs> country, I'm kind of like... Uh, it looks, you know, it like it, it looks too much like, like we're trying to be. Yeah, yeah. Rather than like making it their own, it's like we're trying to be them. Yeah, but I, I, I still like that we're doing this because it's like it's changing the landscape, mm. and there's more people actually have more opportunity because I think typically it's like, oh, you have to sound a certain way. Like I mm. definitely felt like that where it's like, oh, if you can't sing like Mariah Carey or Celine Dion or what? No, I'm saying. If you can't sing like oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I thought you were <laughs> shushing me. I was like, oh my God, what am I saying? Shut up. Um, or if you can't sing like Regine Velasquez or... Um, yes, a person I know. From the Philippines. Yeah. Like you, you, you're not really a singer. But now all these different sounds are coming out and yeah. it's really cool. Like it's making more room for sound that feels like you rather than like sound that sounds like everybody. Yes. Right. And more people because it's bands. It's like you have eight people who yeah. have a career than just yeah. like this one ballad, you know, songbird. I just feel that like, you know. Alternative is the music. Alternative. It's like live music and it's very like alternative oh, rock. like folk, folky rock N- Not vibes. folk. It's like kind of like, no, I'm not going to say it because, but the music industry in the Philippines is yeah, very like, gra- almost like grungy. kind of grungy, gritty, like that's a vibe that, that I'm ballads. aware of. And ballads. Yeah. There's not really a lot of pop. Hmm. Yeah. So now... Now there is, and it's great. I really like that, and too. And you're saying like, we would love to dip our toes into that. I would love to do it. I think the Philippines would be more accepting for trying, is what I'm thinking. Like, I feel like there's obviously a reason that K-pop is, you know, like, the 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 changes are incremental in terms of sound. Mm-hmm. Like, every, you know, they're very small changes in sound. Like, I was going to say, um, then there's a new gene song, and, like, as I'm listening to it, I'm like, I know that kit, like that drum cool. kit, yeah, yeah, because yeah. there's like a really famous person, um, producer from the UK, and like her kit, she sold for free. Mm. So like everybody has it. Yeah, But yeah. that I heard it in a K-pop song was like, okay, uh, okay, that means that you know something about music. Yes. I did think it was a weird use of it, but anyway, um, you know, like so I was like, okay, and it made sense for like new jeans because they are like the new. Gen. era of of k-pop mm. but yeah anyway I, w- I would love to try it out i feel like the philippines would be more accepting of trying something new mm-hmm. because we're in early days mm-hmm. of the p-pop yeah space um there has been some stuff that you've shown me also one day i would love to do a filipino series and like just about something something relating to the philippines like and sit in the philippines but like I don't know if it was like the <laughs> underbelly. TJ and I have just, all these always, like random, like not even joking. Separately <laughs> Today. and together, we have like these random dreams about like we're gonna have a TV show. We're gonna make it's a. Gonna happen. We're gonna make a graphic novel. We're gonna write a book. Um, we're gonna we make just, a movie. We just need the time and the space and the brain space. Yeah. And someone give us money to do our endeavors. Anyway. Okay. Great. Filipino drama. I'm I'm passing to you. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna transition into this like stories. Jay has been telling me that she needs to tell me about this for so long. And I'm like, I'm just I'm holding all the, the information. Before we get into it, I just want to do a quick break to adjust the camera lighting. And also beer. plug my charger in because for some reason 
My laptop's not charging. Okay, bye. <laughs> okay, so this actress has been um, an actress since she was like 13. I think okay. she might be like in her late to mid to late 20s now. Okay. And um, she has just moved to the US, okay? So she's um, trying to um, make a career in, in Hollywood. She's trying okay. to make it in Hollywood. In okay? America. In America. Um, along with a bunch of other Filipino creatives. And one of them is also like this other really famous uh, Filipino guy. But her specifically, she started eff- effectively as a child actress. Um, she blew up. She became a household name like in, in her late teens and stuff. Right. And she got paired up into this love team. Okay. And in the Philippines, you already know this, but in the Philippines, love teams are like the bread and butter of the like basically the show business industry okay. it's like even from the very very beginnings of the philippine showbiz industry love teams okay like back how did then it stop? it's like super intense i don't know it's like i think like, everyone is just super kid? oh yeah yeah fully when i was a kid even before then like even like in the kid, 70s yeah yeah, yeah yeah oh damn yeah yeah it's like it's like we took the wow they have really good chemistry to like a whole crazy <laughs> level and it's like wow they have good chemistry never be apart from each other it's like that so I like for example I recently watched an interview of like these child stars so they were um, this was in the 90s and they said for their love team they were literally not allowed to go out in public even when they're not working when the, if they're not with their love team they have to be together they have to be seen together otherwise it will re- um, it will destroy the fantasy yeah. that they um, that they like each other. So like they Maybe believe it's like a Catholic thing in the sense that like they are only together. No 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 no. I think it's like like I always find it when musicians have are married and then like in a music video. Yeah, I think like, it's probably a little else. bit like that. Yeah, it's like even though they're actors. Weird. <laughs> even though they're actors, it's let's not real. make people don't make people forget that this is all fake because you want people to really invest in the love team. Okay. So apparently it was more intense back. Like for example, at least in the nineties, it was still really intense, but now I think it's a bit more chill, like especially cause you know, social media is a thing. And so they can post about their lives, but But they would never be seen rumor dating somebody. They would never be rumored to be with anyone else. No. It's like how wild it is with like K-pop. And like how people don't date anyone. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they're like in their See, the thing late is, so 20s. When I was like following this, I actually wondered if there were case I haven't heard of, um, but I wondered if there were instances where um uh where the love team was a thing, right. but while they were a thing, like let's say the guy or the girl, one of the one of the couple mm. actually has a secret boyfriend and right. the other one is really supportive. Right. Um but I've I've never heard that being a thing. I think like for as long as they're a love team, I'm I'm it so feels like a excited. Book. <laughs> Is that too blown up? Yeah, probably. Let's finish the story. I'm so excited for the Netflix documentary about like yeah. the truth behind yeah, yeah, yeah. love so teams. this is kind of what's happening is so one of the remember one of the celebrities that her name's liza by the way right. hope hope liza so the the one of the filipino celebrities that liza has gone to hollywood with he's been in podcasts in the u.s talking about how wild the love teams are and it's like and he's in one he was in one right like he was in one of the really iconic ones so anyway he's like yeah this is it was wild like this is what we had to do like I don't know if it was actually like this, but something as crazy as we always had to have a shared trailer. Like, you know, like that. it wasn't like that. That is so wild though. But it's like, it's kind of like really intense um, sort of thing. And so... um, How do you get into it? 
You just want to. They be- pair you up. So like the, the the networks or the production companies pair you up, and then like okay, this is doing really well, and then you go into a contract for whatever how many years in that love team. Wild. Okay, so anyway, she posts a YouTube video saying, "This is me." Okay. And the first part is a montage of like her achievements and from her being a little kid. She talks about like her growing up in the US, coming to the Philippines. Her parents are separated. So she's in the Philippines with her dad and she decides to become an actress okay. and it's really successful. Okay. And then she gets um, her manager is one of the like really, um, uh, really famous managers in the Philippines. Like he looks after a lot of all the, all a lot people. of artists. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so he's really famous and he plays into it. His name's Oggy or Oggy. Okay. And let's go um, to Oggy because I like that better. Okay. So Oggy. So then, so she does this thing. She's like, this is, this is my career. It's like, basically it feels like I'm at the peak. Right. Huh. And then, and then she sits down and she says, this is, this is me kind of like, effectively it was like a rebrand video and she was saying, Hey, I'm not going to be doing that anymore. Right. Um, I'm, I'm kind of like, it was way more formal and way more like the tone was very like subdued. Right. And she said, like, um, like kind of. She was kind of saying, like, imagine what it would feel like if you were only ever told you could be a flower, but you, you know, but you wanted to be a bird, something like that. Aww. So it's just so sad. Yeah. And so, um, and I was like, I feel that, like, especially been- when you started in the industry with, like, I guess an intention of what you thought it was going to be and then you got put into this thing yeah that i'm sure you didn't have much control over yeah and, and that's it took all, over your life yeah and that's what she was saying where she was like there was hardly any space for me to you know like she's a creative and there's hardly any space for her to have her input for example right, because um, the love team yeah because you know here's, here's the projects that you're gonna do for the next however many years Why? and this is the you know and this is your How love team and this is I don't. I don't know. So this is. The, I think this. They is, just stop one day. They just eventually stop one day. I think. I think where it's changing is this generation. Like, um, like people the, don't care the same that they like they used to. Yeah, and and it's like, look, you know, look at all these other opportunities that like you know the Hollywood people have. Like, yeah. I don't. I don't have to be in movies where it's with the same guy all the time. Like, I can't stretch my acting skills if yeah. it's always with the same. Like, I get it for like two or three movies. Yeah. But then there's like a point where it's like. It's like when you see what's her name from Mean Girls in two movies about time travel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm already like, if she does another one, I'm going to lose it. Yeah, yeah. Um, And you're telling me she's going to act with the same person too? Yeah, so she's basically just saying like, please kind of like give me grace as I... I try to go into it's gonna it's not gonna be easy because like this is what I've known. Mm. I'm gonna try and go and do my own thing. And also, also like just because she's like super famous in the Philippines, like I reckon she's gonna have to hustle in Hollywood too. Yeah. Like it's not like it's ground up. It's not like she's going over there and being up. like, oh, now I get all these movies. Yeah, it's gonna yeah, be yeah. like she's auditioning. Yeah. And there were a couple of um there were a couple of like mainstream events. I can't remember what a couple of mainstream events that her and James, so the other Filipino guy, uh-huh. um, did get to go to. So they were like on the red carpet and they right, got to hang right, out. Right. And and actually, the, the the production company or the talent agency that James started that Liza is in now in mm. the U.S., they are connected with the people uh, who, oh, frick, what are they called? You know the band that did Far East Movement? You don't know them. Nope. You know the song, Like a G6? Like a G six, yeah. like a G six. Nah, 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 so nah, they're nah, like nah, an I'm Asian. So black. Are they Asians? They're Asians. No idea. Did yeah, not yeah, think yeah. that. So they, they were black. They have a 
company so they are aff- affiliated okay. so they do have that connection and so they were able to kind of like go to are they still a band i think they are i don't know so that's not we're There's not gonna like go into F- that lmafo released a song today <laughs> yeah yeah so anyway so she says that right so she's okay. like this is and my name she's like i didn't even get to pick my name so her name is elizabeth hope and now like liza yeah the your name's gonna be liza soberano okay and she's like but my name is Hope. And so, it, it's so sad. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> okay. So, she's just saying all this and saying, like, my name is Hope and, you know, da, da, da. So, always being asked <laughs> to be, like, a flower and whatever. And, like, obviously, like, she I'm got rich. <laughs> yeah. So, she got rich and she's, like, now household name, whatever, whatever, whatever. Now, she's not going to renew any of her contracts. She's going to be in America. Cool. So she's kind of saying, I'm finishing my career here in the Philippines, which people struggle to let go. Okay. okay. It all goes insane because her old manager, Audrey, I think he goes on his YouTube channel and says everything that she said is a lie. <laughs> we can stop here and finish it off in the next episode. <laughs> no. Oh, wait. So that's that's like where the story ends? It's not where the story ends. Why won't you finish? Okay. So he goes on his YouTube channel. <laughs> No, no re-encouragement. Oh, no, I don't want to. No, Wait, so I'm he, seriously like, okay, I'm in therapy. No, it's fine. Okay, so go. he goes on his YouTube. I didn't watch any of his videos because I'm like, uh, I don't know. I find it, I, 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 I find it hard to sympathize with the people who work for the machine. Is that what he said? No, 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 me, me, me. me. Oh, I, I oh, know, oh, I, oh I, yeah, yeah, yeah. The person that works for the man. Yeah, I didn't watch his video, but he was saying like, Wow, Liza. And like his, I think his tone was a little bit like that. It was like, mm-hmm. wow, Liza. Interesting that you said you never had any say when I remember this project and I asked you, darling, do you want to do this? And you said, I don't think I'm ready. Like that kind of, like that was. And I said to you, do it anyway. <laughs> yeah, do it anyway. <laughs> and, and, you know, and he's like, and you know, like, remember I didn't even take any cuts because we wanted to make sure that you were paid well. And so he says all these things. And then, and then some of the other people that she worked with do these like indirect tweets going, huh, interesting that you would talk about your career and never even say thank you to all the people that got you there. Okay. Okay. And that's your fault. Okay. And then so, so there's a lot of people in the industry like kind of the behind the scenes people who are saying like, wow, I know that Audrey really worked hard for her. He never, she never even said thank you. Bloody Audrey. Wow. She never said thank you to the, to the network that gave her all the TV shows. And then, and then a lot of people are saying like, you're complaining. So this is where it's deadly. Cause they're like, you're complaining that you're too famous now, but then like you wanted to be famous. Like, it's kind of like that, sentiment oh yeah like the sentiment of like why are you crying about how hard it is to be famous and da 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 da. yeah but it's like you chose to be in the industry yeah and then he was like and also your name's your name's hope like why did why would you say that you never got to pick your name when really you were gonna be oh it was something like he was trying to debunk it and say like your name was gonna be hope soberano and then um and then someone else actually said it but anyway it was doesn't matter so he's like going through but hers was all emotion it wasn't like she was coming with receipts and being like they abused me and they did this they did this she was just like it was hard like it was hard work yeah, it's not like she called anyone out no 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 she like, fully just said i don't want to do this anymore 
it's not like a like the, please it, come the on the journey yeah yeah she was like i appreciate it like please come on the journey with me as i try to do this other thing but obviously like i think i can I, I can understand like you're on the receiving end and you're like dang you sound like you're throwing shade here's why you're wrong and it just like it just felt really weird where these like 50 year old like men are having a fight with like, it's almost a like you're girl. proving my point by yeah. coming at me yeah weird yeah so he goes on his thing and then the the weird thing is like this is just this is now I'm like get off please yeah this is not my opinion but like in his um in his youtube channel he goes through all these things but the way that, not him having his own youtube channel. yeah but he has like the format is like he's sitting with his friends mm. and he's like and his friend is being like again i didn't watch it so it's like so did she really say this and then and then th so the friend's like so did she really say that you didn't get commission and he's like yeah and i don't understand why she would say that because she literally was the one i i said to her hey if you want this and da da da, da, da whatever so then all the friends are like wow wow that's really crazy Ooh. of her like yeah 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 so he's got like kind of like his his like minions <laughs> anyway so grody it's so weird. It's so weird. And then she never said anything, right? Okay. Okay. Then she goes on and does a two-hour or two-part interview with like, um, I don't know who the... It's like almost like our version of Oprah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Like a 60 Minutes vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And be like, and this is, he's, again, he's iconic. He's legendary, the, the interviewer. And he's like been around for years and years. Like even when I was in the Philippines, he was already around. And he's known as like, I will ask you the most, did you, did, did you cheat? Like he would literally do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's did not you cheat? He's not like uh, beating around the bush. Yeah, yeah. He's so, beating the bush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she does this interview like probably a week and a half later and all these people have started to comment and then but what's interesting is some other artists like i i don't think any of the mainstream artists have come to her defense but no. some like because I, I think they haven't because they're in the system still right okay i, I think that's why and they still want to continue in the system so they don't want to make enemies but there are okay. people that are in the, in the industry that aren't like top tier like whatever but they're also creatives and okay. they're like i've worked with her and she is so sweet and this to me is really just highlighting how you know like some of the toxic parts of the industry like obviously it provides a lot of opportunities for people but it's like everything that she said it's like yeah like she's nothing but nice to people and like can you imagine being this age and da, da, da. so it's like a lot a lot of people are sympathizing with her right a lot of people are like being being like man the manager is really like out here you know like trying to start a fight and all yeah. she was doing was he's sharing trying her to heart. get a, he's trying to get the beef yeah um so that was just really interesting to me where i was like man all these like what however like 40 year old men like attacking like go and take your kid to school yeah like it's just wild pack somebody's lunch and go to bed so anyway, sleep it off touch grass <laughs> literally go for a swim uh floss i know you have a you have an infinity pool don't forget to floss from the movies so then that she made yeah 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 that's how you paid for your infinity pool yeah go for a swim in it i don't think he has an infinity pool um so then she does this interview with boy his name's boy is that her love team no 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 um with the oprah guy oh right yeah so she does this interview with boy and boy asks her like did you know that when you said those things and Oji said this, he's Bloody like, Oji. he, yeah, listen, listen. And boy's like, I was very disappointed. Like, 
honestly, I was hurt to hear you say those things because they would have worked together. And she's like, I know, like, this is part of the, re so she says, this is part of the reason, like, I wanted to talk to you because out of everyone, like, I didn't want you to think that I was. Talking about you. Yeah, I was talking about you or whatever. And I haven't watched the interview, but, so I need to watch the interview. Sorry, what? I was just going to say, that's a funny thing is like, it's almost like the guy that's like this main guy that's like grumpy about it, right? Oji. Oji. That makes me laugh. Is like, it might not have even been about you, but now you've made it about you. Yeah. When really it's about like, you're it's already. It's actually about that one guy that was like actually horrible. But now you've, heard, you've seen like, oh, that one time that I did that thing to her, that's probably what she's talking about. And then made it about you. Oh, you, you. mean boy, the interviewer. No, no, I'm talking about Oji. Oji, yeah, yeah. I'm saying Oji is like, even if it wasn't about him, or even if it is about him, he's realized that he's done something wrong to her at some point and then made it about him and then made it public. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like... Weird. Yeah, like airing the dirty laundry. So then anyway, so Boyd does this His like... dirty laundry. ...interview with her and it's like this, this, this and frick, it's because I've, I've saved it up that I can't remember all the points. But it's like, it's so... I feel like it's so hard to look at what she's trying to do and think that she's being malicious. So now there's like conversations about money and being like, so apparently. And even if she was, it's not like she did enough. It's not like she like exposed a bunch of people. Yeah. So the way, this is some of, some of the ways that it's being spun where it's like, um, it's kind of like you are abandoning and you never thanked the people that helped you get there. Right. The only reason that you're even able to go to America is because of all the money that you've earned from the projects that were provided to you. Well, she didn't say that she didn't like doing those projects, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, uh, so this is where I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna go. I haven't, I haven't given you all the details, but it's basically like, it's like your manager obviously got you those those gigs. Yeah, that's your job as a manager. Yeah, and her job is to be an actor. Yeah. Obviously, the manager could work with a different actor and give another actor an opportunity. Because that's the other thing. It's like, wow, girl, there's so many people who want an opportunity to act and want the opportunity you've been given. Well, they didn't get Step it. aside, right? Anyway. And then because she grew up in America, she's got an accent. People are like, well, your accent sucks anyway. You can't even speak Tagalog. I find that so funny. Yeah. So anyway, the way that people are <clears throat> kind of like, the way that people are bashing her is like, is like you're enjoying the spoils, but you're complaining how hard life is. And it's like you should be thankful to him that you have all this money because he got you the gigs. But I'm like, if she wasn't an effective actor, like if she didn't actually work hard. It wouldn't have been. Successful. Yeah. Like it wouldn't have worked without like her. It could have happened to anyone, obviously. Yeah. It's happened to a bunch of other actresses as well. Like there's a lot of people that have made and it. And this is the issue. Or the, I guess the other side of the issue is that there's like the structure that she's obviously now pushing back on because she wants to get out of it. And so the people that both hold it up and the people that love that system are freaking out. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think it's really like happened at this level, especially from someone who is trying to make it in Hollywood. And somewhat current and here's as, the wild, well, yeah, as so, well, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so I can't remember the details, but there was tea in this like the boy... Um, interview. So there's a lot there that she's like, no, Tito Boy, like, that's not true. Like, she literally goes, I don't know why he's saying that. Like, she's like, that's not true. <laughs> and I'm like, girl is getting gaslit in public. And he's just like, and, and his attitude, like, just, I'm just so boggled by his. Because he, he could have come with a different tone. Could yeah, have come with a different like, demeanor. Oh, it's just really interesting that you'd say that. Oof. Like, that's the vibe. And, um, and, and she's like, 
And she, yeah, and she's like crying, and she's like, um, so there was something about money, and she said no. So he said that this is how much I earned, but um, this company gets a cut, and then I get a cut plus taxes, and I'm American, so I also pay American taxes, and this is the money I get. And then he goes, he's like, oh, interesting that she said that, like because this is actually, America is a place. It's like. I actually told her, hey, you know, I don't want her to not have money so she can have my cut. Like, it was, it's just like a lot of, like, detail. Yeah, back and forth like that. So, that was really long. But I just was, like, it was just really wild to watch it unfold. And just really fascinating. I mean, it's just really fascinating because I'm, like, kind of aware of the Filipino industry, especially Mm. the love team stuff. And I just feel so bad for her. Honestly, I want, we, if you're in a love team, do you want to come on the pod? Yes, come on the pod. I just Liza. want to talk to you about it. Do you want to chat with us? <laughs> Liza! I mean, Hope. Hope. Her hope, name's hope, hope. Hope, come on the pod. Yeah, we hope you come on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like I just want to, I or I want to interview somebody that knows the history of love teams. Like how it started, how it became very normal. Yeah, it's kind of like if someone is actually doing like a social study. Yeah. Or... That someone come on the pod, or someone else make a, who's, a documentary. Who's in the industry? Someone I said a make documentary. A doco. Documentary, please put it on Netflix. Yeah, I feel like that is so interesting and universally would be like, especially when I think of K-pop. Like it's very normal now for people to be like, um, like let's put you in a team. And like I always found it awkward when you see like Little Mix in One Direction because I would be like. Even then, I'd be like, this is weird. Like, this is not real. Mm-hmm. And then you realize how every boy band is fake. Is created like that, yeah. Like, it's been fake. And, like, obviously, K-pop. Except the Jonas Brothers. Well, I mean, that kind of. <laughs> Hold on, side note. I mean, you could also say. Have you say, heard their Waffle House song? No, but you could also say that the Jonas Brothers is the pinnacle version of a put-together band. <laughs> their parents birthed them into one. Literally, yeah. They're put together. But that's what I'm saying is, like, that obviously now K-pop is very normal and, like, accepted as, like, these people you train. Go, you and go, yeah, you into, train, like, then you, you get... Know, it's actually not... It's, like, a proper thing. Yeah, yeah. But even then, it's a little weird. Yeah. And even then, there's rules around those people and how who they date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so it's not it's not even stuff, just unique know? to the Philippines, but I get obviously like I have a little bit of insight. But it's just weird because the thing the, that's not how acting works. That's how the music industry works. That you make music together as a group. Mm-hmm. It's very rare that you act together as a group. Yeah, yeah. I th- yeah. I, I mean, I have I have some thoughts, but we don't have to unpack that today. Anyway, but I think yeah. So come on the pod if you know stuff about it. Yes. Anyway, speaking of. Speaking of what? Speaking of K-pop. Oh my gosh. I've been doing research about XG, and I've been wanting to talk to you about it. See, the thing is, I know XG, but Jay. Knows XG. Yeah. And if you don't know XG. Sorry. Exit Sorry G. to you. <laughs> wow. Wow. No. Wow. Um, I feel like I've been talking a lot, but if you want me to share about XG, I can share about XG. I want to talk about XG. Okay. So. I X- know that. The thing is, so I heard about XG from you. Yes. But I did know. Um, so I was going to say it to you that I know. Who the guy is that did the um Come Odi Come here Come on The mascot has arrived Good girl 
Hi. You Hi, know the baby. Guy, the guy that did the choreography. Yes. Yeah. 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 So he's he's ex, uh, royal family. Oh, okay. So he used to be. He used to work with. I, I think he still does. I guess like maybe still does some stuff, but like he used to be a part of royal family, mm-hmm. and then he like I know I knew who he was because he helped do the Fenty show with Paris. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Like I think not the last one, but the one before. Mm. And then now, and then he was kind of doing uh, K-pop stuff then, and now it's yeah. like his whole thing. So yeah. I know XG, XG is the best, left, right. Love it. That's it. Next. Next. New jeans. No, guys, we need, I, I, I thought you were going to tell me Okay, no, I'm going to tell you about XG. So, they're really interesting because they, so, they are a band uh, made up of Japanese members, okay? Mm, yeah. And they don't, so, XG is a girl group called Extraordinary Girls. Slay. Um, and they are, they're Japanese and they don't belong to any of the major k-pop production like media companies like the houses yeah so they don't belong to jwp or anything like that and their company is not affiliated with those korean ones right but what's really interesting so they say they don't call themselves a j-pop or a k-pop group they call themselves a global girl group which is not really a thing um, and also they're all from japan it's not like so so, so yeah, no so this is why it's interesting is because um the so this is their situation. They're all Japanese. They belong to a Japanese media company, uh-huh. but they're apparently they're only really promoting and marketing in Korea. So it's like and from Korea. Like or they're in, based in Korea. Right. And um they are obviously following the format and marketing of typical K-pop group. So if you just watch right. them, you're just like, yeah, this is a K-pop group. Right. Um all their songs are in English. <laughs> Wild. And um, and in all their interviews and stuff, they speak Japanese, Korean, and English. So. Isn't it stressful? It's it's so stressful, but it's really interesting. Like, I love so, them. I'm not saying so that I, they're stressful. I'm I almost wonder. Imagining that feels stressful. Yeah. I almost wonder if their strategy is going to be like, they're going to blow up in Korea and then they're going to go global. And I think that's why they're called a global group because they didn't want to be called like a K-pop group. And couldn't be called a Japanese. And then, and then be confused, yeah. So I wouldn't, because I saw somewhere that like, they're like, oh, they're a J-pop group, but they're also just famous in Korea. It's like, they don't even promote in Japan. Someone said, no one in Japan knows them. <laughs> I'm like, I find that hard to believe because they're so good. So they, they debuted a year ago. Right. Okay? Um, apparently, they've been training for s- five to seven years. Wild. Wild. Their youngest member currently is 17 years old. <laughs> okay. When they launched or when they started preparing, oh, like not preparing, when they started creating the content, like filming stuff for their launch, she was mm. 15. So on their launch, there's videos of her and she's 15 rapping. So the reason they got on my radar is because... Is she the um, braids girl? Yeah. The, yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, right. she and she's currently 17. Um, their oldest member was born in 2002. <laughs> Guys, I'm so, a 97 baby. I, I and need that to say, is stressing me out. Like, we, I think, uh, as a complete side note, TJ and I would love to do reactions <laughs> to, to <laughs> film and and 
post like reactions to like TV shows and whatever. And so I actually, uh, I don't think we should record one, but I want to show you XG and like eventually like do reactions to like music and stuff. Like I have not watched the music video. Yeah. Um, I've watched only the dance video for Left, left right. right. Yeah. And it's like the more that I watch them. So what what makes them stand out? And like when you go to like the comments of any video that they're in, everyone's like, this is a completely different breed of girl group. Like, which is which is like something that we're seeing a lot yeah. at the moment. So people are saying it about the new generation. I think this is the fourth gen. Did we agree yeah. it was the fourth gen? So this is the fourth generation of K-pop groups. Mm. So technically they fall under fourth gen, but like I said, they're not trying to be K-pop. No. Um, but they're releasing all the same K-pop stuff. Um, and so... And I think in terms of this is being lumping them in is kind of... It, it feels right with the groups that are around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, specifically looking at new genes. Yeah, yeah. And what so people doing. are saying this about this new generation where it's like they just have something different. Mm. And um, it's like and this like, realism that yeah we've not seen. What like was it's just honoring but then it's the a it's different vibe as well that they bring. Mm. So it's not just like how they present themselves, but like oh sorry, it's not just how like oh they're so relatable, but like it's like how they carry themselves. Mm. So XG is even wilder because, and I didn't even realize this because I'm looking at them and I'm like, this is how it should be. It's, it's because when you look at other K-pop groups, not that they've been doing it wrong, but because like, for example, some groups have, um, let's say 10 members. Mm. The reason they do 10 is because there's like two or three song, strong singers. Mm. There's like three rappers, mm. some, a couple of really strong dancers. And so for certain parts of the song or during their set, they will all rearrange and, yeah. and they do this. XG, all dancers, all swaggy. Like they move, like dancers react to the videos of them and they're like, huh? they move like a dance crew. Like the stuff that they do. Which is such a win. Yeah. They move like a dance crew. And then they have a behind the scenes. They have a couple behind the scenes videos of them recording the song. And like they definitely have like they still have like a couple of lead vocalists mm. that you're like, okay, that's a very like Western tone or whatever. Mm -hmm. But they're all pretty strong vocally as well. Right. And what I find while when I'm watching their videos is anytime. So I'm watching the music video. Anytime I look at anyone in the lineup, whether they're in the front, in the middle, in the back, if you look at them, it looks like they're performing to yeah. you. And it looks like they're having fun. I'm like so surprised when I watch specifically live performances from other other groups, older groups. I'm like, they look bored and grumpy. Yeah. And it's not me saying like, I, I think it's more like I'm not on right now, so I'm not on. Like, I'm not the main person singing, yes, so I'm yeah. not doing anything. It's like but they it's come like out these of character. Guys are really like, ah, like dancing. Yeah, they're vibing. Even if you're not, do even if you're not doing the, if you're not the main focus, you are just as important because you're the background. Yeah. And, and I if think, anything, that's more important. Because I think um, they're called, I can't remember, I don't know the Korean word for it. It's traditionally called a fan cam, yeah. but it's yeah, not yeah. a fan cam, not really a fan cam anymore because the, the studio will 
record it for yeah. you. Like it used to be called fan cam because the fans will literally Re- go like literally record it and, and they're only recording the industry. Yeah. So it's like every one, every single member has their own camera. So they will then release a recording of like say they perform live on a show. Mm. They will release a version of the dance where it's only following the one member. And it's like there obviously there's moments literally, where that's how I learned that. Oh yeah, yeah. Because that. I just saw there's like a compila- a compilation of like the XG, XG we certified. Um and like obviously there's moments where like w- they pause and they like have to breathe. Yeah. But hardly but even then any. It's like even then it's like okay, okay. Rather than like rather than like and like and when they change formation and when they transition, it they don't just like which is, walk to place and then they're in character. Which is the other reason why you were saying I love when you're watching the uh, dance video for Left Right, how they're like, woo, yeah, they're yeah. hyping each other which up. Which is fully a him thing. Like that's yeah. a that's a Paris no, but thing. Actually, I need to say also, by the way, that um, basically. At least two of their videos have three choreographers mm. and the way that they, you probably already know this, but the way that they've done it here and I think traditionally the way they do it is they send the song out to different. Yeah, and then they get a bunch of dancers and then, back and then a choreographer puts them together. Yeah, and then they're like pull whatever part. Mm. So that's why I was like, oh, it, it TikTok makes you think that, oh, he's dancing this one and he's dancing with them. He's choreographed the whole thing. No. Actually, it's like, oh, that's the section he choreographed. choreographed. But I think he also helped pull it together. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, Which uh, I'm, I'm, I I'm chill if he with. Them? I can't remember, but they definitely have. Um, so I know he lives in Korea. There's sometimes. another. Um, I think she is Polynesian, and but she's American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know who you're talking about. She's from um, the lab. Her name is starts with an S. She's boss. Yeah, yeah. And you can see, like, I, I've, I haven't really. I obviously don't follow her. She does a lot of stuff with BTS. Yeah, but watching her, their choreography, I'm like, I can see the. Polynesian influence. flavor, influence. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the um, yeah anyway, she's amazing. So I can't remember her name, but incredible. It's super cute, and so um, like there's there's Which still I love like I love that. I don't know how it started, but I love that it is such a collaborative medium now. Like K-pop is not just about like uh, the amount of people that I follow from New Zealand or that are Polynesian people that are dancers. Mm-hmm that create dances like there's so many (laughs) like it's so surprising to me yeah and it's like very normal to see that like them post the thing and say oh i did this for the live performance or i did this for this like it's so i'm like how did this happen how did this start yeah it's just so cool and um yeah so i've been watching they only have four songs out and it's just like even their music videos are bomb um the way that they so hang out to, a couple of the girls in the group have known each other like our childhood friends so two <sighs> of them are childhood friends the other two have worked together on different projects right and like just so there's each one of them just has so much like charisma and swag mm. like it's weird to say swag but like literally swag. like like one Swaggy. of them it's like this one person is like, oh my gosh, I can't stop looking at this person's face, whatever. Mm. And then it's like, oh yeah, and she's a snowboarder and she is a skateboarder and a surfer. And you're like, yep, yeah, yeah that's the vibe. Yeah, yep. yep. Um, and as and am I surprised? No, I'm really not. So that's XG. Obsessed. After we record, I'm gonna show TJ the, the music videos. Guys, I wanna be in a K-pop group. I don't, but I do. You would look good with eyeliner. 
I just wish I I wish that I had done that in high school. Like something like that would have been so fun. It would have been hard work though. Yeah. And like probably a lot of the fact that they've been training since they since struggles. like five years or seven years. It's wild. I just love this new gen of of K pop. Like uh them, new jeans, La Seraphim. Mm-hmm. And mix the one I just showed you today. The oh, new, yesterday. The new version of what's the old twice. Twice. <gasps> yes, twice becoming grungier Grungy. and like darker. I love it. <laughs> okay, we're about to wrap up this episode, and Ozzy has the zoomy, so she's gonna be jumping up and down. But. That's our second episode. Um, there was a bit of a variation of topics there. Um, <laughs> hope you found something that you could relate to or enjoy. Um, ow. So that's it for this episode. And thanks for hanging out with us and stuff. Um, you well, know, do all the, all the things. Like it. Subscribe. Um, share it with friends so we can um, have enough people watching to make merch. Follow us on all the socials. And we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. See you later. Boom, 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 boom. That's the soundtrack. <laughs> That's it. The What? Is there one of those? Yeah, I think so. There is no music playing right now. This is just us. <laughs> <laughs>